Um, all I know is um, it's a bold strategy. Let's see if it pays <laughs> off. With them. Bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. Now, is, have we already been defeated by technology and we've had to get Tess to read out the intro? <laughs> yeah, I think so. We, we could yeah. get like violins and stuff and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was always a good dramatic start to the show. Yeah, it was a good dramatic. Hey, but this is a pretty good start to the show. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm dramatised. <laughs> I'm ready to go. We've, we're recording. This is a great start to the show. Hey, we're all in isolation. This is what ha- This is the new world that we're in. We're in isolation. We're technologically, um, mm, what's a mm. nice way of putting it? Uh, competent. <laughs> incompetent, I think is the, uh, <laughs> the word we're looking for there. But we're chatting and we can all hear each other. This is exciting. It is good. I'm wondering, are you, we, we're on a website called uh, Zencaster, just for those, you know, because we're not on the ABC, we can name names of products now. Oh, uh, yes. So can you guys, are you guys seeing when you talk is like the little uh, sound waves appearing? Yes. Even, and what about when everyone else talks? Yeah, I, I can see all three. I can see all, I can see you too. Okay. It's like I can't see Lemo's stuff going up. Uh, yeah, well, mine is definitely it's definitely going up. So I'm recording. I'm recording okay. me. Well, that's good. And I'm I can recording me. <laughs> and mine says Tess is very loud. Me. So I think that that sounds fair. That's yeah. See, I don't I don't know that yours and Tess's levels are uh, <laughs> matching are each sync. other. But hey, so far <laughs> we've so far, delivered yeah. a highly entertaining podcast. <laughs> This is, this is our this best is some episode of our best yet, year, guys. In case you're wondering why the ABC didn't uh, didn't renew us, <laughs> uh, here it is. It was now, just banter happened every week before we started recording, and they just said, "Stop it! Stop the microphone banter." Yeah. Uh, now, can we just set the scene for people? Um, for, I'll start with myself. I'm sitting at home, still alone. I was meant to collect my wife and son on the weekend. And I went to the farm where they're staying to collect them and they had a change of heart and they said, no, no, collect this on Tuesday. So, uh, Hang on. Well, still- let's go back to the very start of that, Limo. You, uh, your wife and son left you? Uh, yes. Just, were you that horrible to live with? Uh, yeah. Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> my wife very wisely said there's an excellent chance uh, that we could kill each other if we were stuck in a house, just the two of us with our son. So she said, I'm going to leave uh, and go to a, fr- a friend's farm, which she did. And her friend, uh, to be fair, the main reason is her friend has a son the same age as our son. So Yeah, okay. And she took the dogs. So they've been up on this farm. They've been playing and mucking around. They wouldn't even know there's anything wrong up there. And I've been um, at home alone. That's been happening for two weeks, but I'm collecting them tomorrow. So the dream is over uh, tomorrow. How, how do you uh, reckon get, he have, lives his life like that, Tess? Do you reckon? Uh, I have I'm missed picturing... fellow, though, I've missed my wife as well, but I've really missed my son. So I'm looking forward to um, bringing him home tomorrow. I'm so imagining... that's my vibe. I'm sitting in a house by myself and I'm celebrating my last night of um, solo action in the house by drinking a bottle of wine and eating a block of chocolate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Living your best life. I saw a great tweet the other day that just said, oh, my husband, my wife and I are playing this 
favorite game of ours every day called Why Are You Doing It That Way? Which is um, what we're doing. <laughs> Just the everyday go, is, is that how you do that? Why are you doing it like that? Why are you saying to the dog like that? Why are you doing it like that? It's really quite a lot. Right. See, a good yeah. a good tactic to have, folks, is uh, is uh, so you don't fight with your spouse. Is have common enemies, and uh, that's what children are for. <laughs> oh yes, okay, they were real. <laughs> so they they bond you for so many reasons, kids, and that is uh, that is definitely right. How are you coping, Danny, in isolation with your wife and two kids? Yeah, yeah. The uh, with a three year old and a six year old, it's uh, it is it's a bit of hard yakka. Um, you can mm. normally the whole the the best trick is to palm them off onto grandparents, which sort of kill two kills two birds with one stone. But uh, we're not allowed to do that because that might literally kill them. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it, it's tough. It's tough. There's a lot of uh, Peppa Pig going on. Um, I bet there is, yeah. How do you go with this? Because, you know, as a parent, you don't want to give your kids too much screen time. But we're in a pretty unique situation at the moment, (laughs) so surely it's okay to let your kids watch the telly 8 to 12 hours a day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but Lemo, you're you're supposed to show them educational programming, not just the DVDs of the three-peat of 13 to 15. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How many times have they seen that? My kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still on zero. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, come on, Danny. Got to share, share with them what a three-peat looks like. <laughs> so I'm, I'm with my son, though. I'm starting with the 2011 prelim because I feel as though he needs to understand the pain to really feel the joy. So I start with the 2011 prelim, then I show him the 2012 grand final. <laughs> then, once wow. you've felt the pain, then we're ready for the three-peat, 2013, 2014, 2015. Wow. You, you could mm. save yourself a bit of time just uh, when you're watching the 2012, uh, or no, even just start with 2013, but every time Frio kick a goal, you flick him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's another option. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Later in, save all your best stuff till a couple of months, though, from now. Make sure you don't use it all at once. Oh, uh, yeah, because we could be, Tess, you know, you know more about these things than us too. How long are we going to be isolated for? Will we oh, still well, be, will we be isolated at Christmas? No, you won't be isolated at Christmas. Although, it depends if everybody does the right thing now. That's the problem. Yeah, long-term yes. gain, long-term gain, gain. We were saying at least it's Easter in the Anglo world that we're missing out on because I don't really care very much about Easter, whereas Christmas is a real bummer. So I was like, I'm pretty happy to miss one holiday um, by having to stay inside, and that's Easter. So I'm fine with it. But although Easter Monday without the Hawks Geelong. Yeah. Uh, But we'll be doing it for a while. So get out your best DVDs and Yeah, I know it's uh, it's really going to be a uh, it's going to be a long year, isn't it? And I still I've got coming up in a couple of weeks. It's a, a Guinness World Record attempt for the world's biggest group hug. Now I'm really hopeful that can still go ahead. Do you think <laughs> we haven't cancelled it yet? Still waiting. You know no, what wow. I've noticed is a whole lot of people with cancelled events or non-cancelled events say to us in the news, oh, we're just waiting until we get the official word from the government. It's like the government's got a bid on. They're probably not calling you. Uh, 
your local community market. Domo, yeah, yeah. we just want to know, um, should the girl world record attempt as most uh, train poles licked? Are we still doing that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's only one person doing it. Yeah, just, just waiting for the official word. My favourite one that got cancelled very early stages, they were very, very mm. responsible, but was the Rotary um, in Bo Morris were having a fairy and gnome festival where they were expecting 4,000 small children to their festival on the weekend uh, and immediately cancelled it, much to the sadness of thousands of children. But, you know, the fairy and gnome festival will live on. It will come back. Bigger and better next you, year. COVID-19. Yeah, damn well, you, COVID nineteen. Damn you, damn you, Danny. Just for a moment there, you sounded like one of those American preachers that's been getting rid of COVID nineteen by just oh, really? yelling at it and calling it Satan. Yeah, damn you. Uh, there's a guy called Kenneth Copeland. Well worth um, googling. Can I just say he did children's movies when back in the nineties? Oh 90s, my god! Um, right. And I googled them the other day just to get a little look and watched some of the clips from his feature films that they made. That they were like fiction films where they were out of space and whatever. Google it and in like enjoy. You've got a lot of time, so there's no. What sort of to... titles are we talking here, Tess? Is oh, it like is there a superhero called yeah. Bible Man or anything? Or uh, <laughs> Kenneth Copeland movies. Here we go. We're on here. The Gunslinger. That was a good one. That was from 1991. That was a. Hang on, that's list. John Wayne, isn't it? <laughs> uh, they're different. And then they've got oh, the super. You can't just Academy. take titles of already classic films and make them into Christian children's films. You yeah. can't just like Citizen <laughs> Kane and Back to the Future. <laughs> he did um, the Gunslinger, Covenant Rider, The Treasure of Eagle Mountain. The Rally, Super Kid Academy, The Mission. That's the one where they're in space. Hilarious. The Rally as well. He did. They are so bad. They're amazing. You should definitely watch them. Okay. I'm okay. Good. I'm looking for stuff to watch, so I'm, I'm happy with that. Once you get to Target uh, King or whatever. <laughs> hey, now we should start talking about sport, guys. Sure. Uh, given how they came to play. I'll tell you, first of all, one of the things I've been doing to pass my sporting time is because there's no sport on, although Danny's about to set the record straight on that front. I am. Because there's very little sport on, I've been putting up on uh, Twitter and Facebook my top 20 list of fringe sports. Oh, yeah. uh, Which I've been enjoying. I don't know if anyone else has been enjoying it, but I have, so that's that's enough to keep me involved. Uh, (laughs) I'm up to number 10. I'll give you my 20 down to 10 because okay. we love a list at the moment, don't we? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Many, are we gonna, how soon do we get sick of lists, just by the way? I, I realise the AFL is trying to keep everyone engaged, but, man, <laughs> the lists are killing me, and I love a list. 10 to it's, 1, best brunette who played in the halfbacks. Like. Oh, God. Yeah, that's really <laughs> where we're headed, aren't we? We're up to the, the top um, three of Liberatore's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, so from twenty down to ten, these are my best fringe sports. Ultimate frisbee. This, if you've never watched ultimate frisbee, I highly recommend it. it is, there's some amazing skill uh, in ultimate frisbee. Competitive eating. There's there's yeah. a great thirty for thirty documentary called uh, "The Good, the Bad, and the Hungry." about competitive eating and the the rivalry between Kobayashi and uh, Joey Chestnut. It's a great doco, uh, which I really do recommend. Who does uh, it, uh, it favour? Mm. Like if, if I watch that, is it going to be like the King of Kong where there's obviously a good guy and a bad guy or is it leave it up to me? Uh, 
look, it changes through the doco. Okay. Oh, that's good. So, so like Tiger Man. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely starts with Kobayashi being the good guy and the guy who made the sport famous, which is true, and Joey Chestnut being the sort of arrogant young challenger. Um, but that all sh- that all shifts it. But it's a great, you know what? It's a great doco. It's because it, 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 the dynamic all changes okay. uh, through the doco. Then there's lightsaber fighting, which if you're a nerd and you want to pretend you look Skywalker or Darth Vader or whatever, you can actually fight each other with lightsabers. Oh, yeah. Uh, cornhole, like which is where you get ba- ba- cornhole. You get bags of corn and you throw it in a hole. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's big I'd in America. Be good at that. I reckon I'd be good at it. It's big in America. You can you can play it with your thongs on and drink beer while you're doing it. Uh, ex- extreme ironing. Oh, how do you? <laughs> Which is what? Uh, people just iron in weird places. The best one is probably rock climbing. So halfway down a cliff face, there's a dude with an iron, and he oh, just starts really ironing. Where's the plug? I'm guessing the un- the iron isn't plugged in. Is it a solar? Oh yeah. The, iron, the irons aren't required to be plugged in for extreme oh, iron. There's all, guys this do it under not a real thought. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so uh, then there's wife carrying, which we all know about. We've been watching it for years. Yeah. Figure, figure eight school bus racing, awesome. Yes, sounds, I did watch that after your yeah. recommendation, Limo. It sounds boring, but <laughs> if you think about it, once the field spreads out a bit, when they get to the crisscross bit of the figure eight, the buses start hitting each other as they're crossing over in opposite directions. Ooh. And it gets very exciting. Uh, coming in next is Kabaddi. Now, if you don't know oh, what Kabaddi is. the Indian game? Yes. And Campbell Brown captained Australia <laughs> in a World Kabaddi Championship. He's what? so prolific. Yeah. He was asked to captain Australia and he didn't even know what the sport was. Oh, my God. Uh, so that's Kabaddi. Look it up. Uh, Brownie, they actually beat Argentina at that world championship, believe it or not. Campbell Brown and a, and a bunch of – it's a real it's a real mighty duck story, that one. Um, <laughs> then, there's, then there's jousting I've got next on the list. Oh, yeah. Which is very popular around the world. Yeah, jousting uh, rules. Have you heard of this one? Sign spinning. No. No. No, so people get signs, like a sign you might, like a street sign. Yeah. And they throw them up in the air and they spin them and catch them in a really fancy way. It's um, quite impressive. Once Is this like in, um, in that Joker film, Joaquin Phoenix has the, the sign with the arrow at the oh, start? Is it like that? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, and then um, that number 10 is Tag, which is oh. uh, my latest one, which is professional where you just go like chasey. Yeah, what, what did oh, you guys go? It was Tiggy at my school, but Chasey yeah. at other schools. We, we used to call it Chasey. So then you would have – so there's a big obstacle course and two dudes just – or women or whatever chasing each other around this obstacle course. That's awesome, actually. Uh, and it's really fun to watch. As long as they stay 1.5. What is it? Four square metres, 1.5. Yeah. Never catch them. So. Hard, hard to play tag in the current environment. <laughs> um. So what's uh, – now, Danny, I said yeah. you are going to correct me. What's I, I am going to correct you. There is there is some sport happening. Uh, of course, uh, yeah, I don't know why you guys are watching DVDs and obscure sports when I, I've been really uh, entertained uh, the last few nights. I'm, of course, uh, a big fan of the Belarusian Premier League. 
uh, <laughs> which is still going right. on. It is still yes. going on. Uh, the main reason it's going on, I've done a bit of research into uh, into Belarus. Uh, it's got a its president's name is Alexander Lukashenko, uh, and he has been president since Belarus gained independence in 1994. Okay, yeah, and he's uh, he's always been a bit uh, pro Russia. It's almost like someone in Russia wants him to be president. I'm sure there's nothing in there. Anyway. Yeah. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's no influence there whatsoever. Nah. nah Danny, so, so why are they still playing soccer in a coronavirus world? Because Lukashenko is a bit Trumpy and uh, he thinks it's all a bit of a media beat up. And uh, he says, no, no, if you go to work, drink vodka, have a sauna, you'll be fine. Uh, he then Go had to, to make another statement saying, don't drink vodka at work. Drink vodka when you get home from work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So that was the clarification. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so they're, okay. they're, all, they're all doing it. FIFA Pro, who are the, uh, the, the, the soccer players' union, uh, have said it is frankly not comprehensible that these players are being asked to uh, play. The players themselves are largely being tactfully quiet because that's what you do when the dictator wants you to play. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. So now, Danny, the other countries playing are Tajikistan, yeah. Nicaragua and Burundi. Yeah. Now, no, none of them are really the the poster child for democracy. Yeah, I've done my research. Now, I, I I don't know how much testing they're doing in each of these countries, but I'll give you the numbers. <laughs> uh, Nicaragua, so far six cases of coronavirus and one death. Burundi, three cases of coronavirus, no deaths. Tajikistan, zero cases. Of coronavirus, I'm guessing though when you do zero testing, you get zero cases. Oh no, um, we found a loophole. Oh, we just, yeah, hey, we've yeah. just cured the disease, guys. What is back? We found we found a cure. <laughs> Kiss and, me, everyone. Uh, but Belarus, 562 cases, eight Ooh. deaths, and and that's so, bad, isn't it? It's like golf. You want to have the lower score, yeah. You want to have a lower score. Ah, uh, well, and the, which makes the global winner, North Korea. No oh. signs of coronavirus whatsoever <laughs> in North Korea because that country has been isolating uh, for years. Uh, well done. <laughs> so hey, they, prob- guys- they probably actually have got zero cases. <laughs> did, did, did you know the film uh, World War Z about the zombies that take over the world? Uh, they actually yes. say that North Korea survives it because uh, as soon as the zombie virus broke out, Kim Jong-un ordered all of the citizens' teeth to be removed so they couldn't bite each other. Oh, God. Oh, right. Wow. It's like a, one nice thing about that North Korea did in that film. That would uh, – that wouldn't – yeah, that's what, that's what dictators do. Well, get on to the Belarusian Premier League, guys. I've got some team names if you want to choose okay. yours. Oh, yeah, yes. please. Uh, now, the team that has won – now, to, Liam, I think you should go for Bait Borisov because they oh, have yeah. won it eight out of the past nine years and you uh, – wow. that just makes them the Hawthorne, exactly. I reckon. That's, that's my team. Yep. Yeah. Happy yep. with that. Now, uh, and now for Tess, I've suggested uh, you can go for FC Isloch. Uh, oh, because yeah. uh, Simon Smale, I wrote on the ABC website, a big profile of all the teams. And FC Isloch, their mascot is a wolf that plays the violin. Oh, yeah. Oh. I love I the you'd like that. I know how I wanted to be the first female wrestler from Australia who also played the violin. That was my 
child. <laughs> <laughs> We, we are going to get to Tessa's WWE corner uh, very soon. I'm just going to tell you my teams. It was a, it was down. I got it down to three. Uh, there's a team called uh, I, th- it's, I think it's pronounced Slutsk, but it's Sluts with a K at the end. There's also <laughs> Rook Breast. Oh god! Uh, but I've I've thought these were all a bit a uh, bit not safe for work, so I've gone for uh, Shaktior Sologorsk, uh, just because I've written uh, my own chant, which is Shaktior Sologorsk. You give football <laughs> good name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, I could see. I mean, because surely Bon Jovi could play in Belarus at the moment. Oh yeah, uh, if they're playing soccer. They can have Bon Jovi. So, wouldn't you love to see Bon Jovi at a, what's the name of the team again? Uh, at at Shakti or Soligorsk, <laughs> who are currently eighth. I'm just actually looking at the ladder. Uh, Lima, I've given you, even though that team has won it a lot, they're currently 13th out of 16th, oh, just above good. relegation. Uh, my team are currently eighth, bang in the middle. And Tess, your Isloch uh, are currently in fourth. Classic. Mm-hmm. Who's on top, Danny? Oh, great question, Lima. It is uh, Minsk BGU. Minx oh, Bagoo. Yeah. Uh, the you sluts are coming like second. You wanna you've always liked them. You'd like to swap teams. <laughs> I know nothing about that team. Danny, <laughs> you're doing your banners. Am I doing their banners? BGU Minsk? Yes, I am. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, what's the the sluts team? Yeah. What was what was their banner last weekend, Danny? Uh, well, they were playing uh, Minsk, and they were playing. We play, did, We made a long journey from Milan to Minsk, and now we are mad for the dicks. It doesn't rhyme, but it did in Belarusian. So, yeah. oh, okay. Also, terrible mm. social distancing. So we've oh, had they to have are. <laughs> so Tess, you, we revealed last week uh, that you, it's a big surprise to to all of us. Uh, Limo, did you know this, Tess? Is a massive WWE fan. Now I had I had no idea, and I love this because Tess, I want you to tell me why wrestling was trending on Twitter today. Well, because the WrestleMania was allowed to go on despite them having to touch each other quite intimately. I mean, that sounded worse when I said it than um, than it was on Twitter. There's a team in Belarus they could play for. You paid extra for pay-per-view for that. But yeah. essentially they decided to take advantage of there being no other sport on and do it across two nights, which was a great idea. Um, and they had the first ever British champion. Now, I don't know if I'm like, but in my heart of hearts, the Brits are way too polite to even be involved in WWE. It's a very American situation. His name was Drew McIntyre, also oh. <laughs> fun a name as like the undertaker it's a fun name he's yeah. a fun guy he mm. comes out of graves all the time it's fun um whereas drew mcintyre is very posh and then the women's was won by becky lynch there was an adelaide woman oh, who, oh really um, who was trying to win for australia which would have been very very exciting but she did not win her name is ray ripley She's 23. She's from South Australia. Your patch, Lima. You can see her at home. And she's meant to be the next big thing. She wasn't, but she is meant to be. Um, yeah. I feel like. And so it's when just I, rigged. I can't believe it. It's always rigged against the South Australians. <laughs> We've been copping it for years. Oh, it's rubbish. <laughs> they told her the wrong time. She was half an hour behind. It was very cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> classic. Anyway, I'm 
thinking because when I was a, a child, um, I was what people would call a dork and I was really into WWF. I loved it. And then I had to change the name because of the panda. And um, I kind of like after they changed the name, <laughs> lost interest, which seems harsh, but I was really into <laughs> wrestling. People will know the Hardy Boys and Lita. They were like a trio and they were cool punks and they did cool backflips and whatever. And uh, my first email address was hardyboys at, at hotmail.com, so it was pretty cool. And um, I loved Mick Foley and, like, who was also Mankind. I loved Undertaker. It was so fun. Triple H. It was good. It was good fun. And now, because there's no other sport on, I think it's my time to get back into it. This, uh, this, this is your time. Well, you know, I've interviewed Mick Foley before. What? Yeah, we had him in studio on Triple M uh, a while ago when I was filling in on The Breakfast Show. And he was great. But Mick Foley is good friends with a mate of mine, Brendan Burns, an Australian comedian, because they've toured toured together. (laughs) And I think they even did a show maybe at Edinburgh together um, where he would do stand-up and Mick Foley would tell wrestling stories and they'd kind of interview each other. Um, anyway, and they're, and they're really good mates. Now, Mick Foley's very funny. He's a very funny man. And I really do yeah. feel like my time has come. I didn't quite make my dream as a child of making the WWE. Never too late. Probably too late. Um, but I will intend to watch it again. That's the best I can do. Get back into it like I used to because it was fun to have a a non-Richmond interest. I don't, I don't know, Tess, now that we're independent and we can do our own, you know, like live events, maybe you, Limo and I could make your dream come true and we could put on a They Came to Play oh. wrestling night. Oh, my God. <laughs> now we're talking. We design, we design the outfit yes. with the assistance of the people listening. Uh, there's got to be a cape involved. Yes. Um, and my I'm name, pitch- I'm not going to be Drew McIntyre. I've got to have a fun name. You've got to be Tiger yeah. Tess. Oh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Oh, yeah, Tiger Tess is pretty good. Uh, but if anyone else has got suggestions, please uh, get them through. And, Lemo, you and I have to fight as well. You're gonna be, we're going to be the villains. We're going to be the, the heels. Is that right, Tess? The heels, yeah. We're going to be the heels. Right. We'll be like okay. the evil uh, bulldog and hawk who are, I don't know, <laughs> uh, I don't know, trying to win the grand final as well. And then yeah. Tess, using her violin skills, will... Uh, I don't know, bore us to death by talking oh, about right. the 2019 yeah. grand final. You and can pluck off one of the strings and then strangle someone with it. I know it's not actually real. That actually got a bit too brutal. What do you thought? <laughs> uh, I, I like it. I'm, I'm in for all of it. I mean, it really took a turn. But I'm I, I, I think this is a great idea. All right. Our first event is the They Came yeah. to Play Wrestling Night. Brilliant. Yes. Hey, now, hey, Tess, were there crowds watching the wrestling? No, there was no crowd. Yeah, yeah. So, um, did they have the chairs out so people could uh, pick them up? You know, just go and pick them up and smack them. Who's going to smack them though? That's right. They would have had to have all the chairs for the empty audience so that they can turn on the commentators, which is always a really funny bit when the commentators always get in the way of the action. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. Out into the car park, and you're like, oh, this is so good. Oh, Limo, this just, I mean, I've, I've been a bit shocked that our Tess is into something as violent and, 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 and lowball as, as WWE, but it just actually perfectly makes sense. This is why she loved Alex Rance so much. She loves oh, someone who pretends oh, to be hurt. Yes. 
Uh, now it makes sense, of course, Danny. The diving, the pretending, yes. oh. the running away, the coming back. Pretty the teasing, boy rants. Her yes. favorite wrestler. Uh, he was a hero, not a heel. <laughs> it all adds up now. You know, the love of Dusty, the bad boy, all the jacks. I mean, <laughs> you know, there would be, no doubt in wrestling, there would be some sort of jack camp. Uh, was there? Was there ever been a famous jack in wrestling? Let me have a little look. I'm sure there has been. I'm mm, sure there yeah. has been. Um, WWE. Let's see what comes up. I oh, see Jake the Push-Up King. That sounds like a wrestling oh, name. Yes. Oh yes. Oh wow. Bruce Dool the Flying Doormat. That's a that's an oh. old school wrestler. Yeah. There we go. Flying Doormat's a good wrestling name. Yeah. Jack 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 Swagger. Um, oh, was name. he was around a little while ago. Oh, yeah, 2017. He was in my dark years where I didn't pay enough attention. Uh, but he was right. a two-time world champion. Jack Swagger's a good name. Yeah, Jack Swagger's a great name. For sure, but he's a good name. Mm. Tiger okay. Test Swagger. Okay, Test Swagger. No, I don't want to marry him. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to wrestle him. I haven't even met him yet, so I don't, I'm not keen. All right, well, uh, well, there it is. Uh, so we're going to have a wrestling event later this year uh, once crowds are allowed to gather again. Yeah, please send us your uh, suggestions we, we, for we our name. But we will also... Uh, Continue doing the podcast, and each week we'll bring some sporting tidbit to you, um, and hopefully that will fill some sort of hole left by the absence of AFL. The dark absence. We did get a question on Twitter that I want to put to you too um, from Phil Preston. Hi, Phil. He wants to know who we would put on. We might have to put this as notice, but a fantasy team drawn from current or former politicians, Australian politicians. But where they would play, what they would be like. He suggested where would Keating play, and I think Keating would be a lippy fullback, uh, yeah. like a long, a long skinny defender uh, type. He said where would where Hawke would be talented but have too many off-the-ball incidents, which I agree is very true. Um, who do you think off the top of your heads would make Yeah, i tell you off the top of my head, I Bob Hawke would play in the guts. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it'd be a hard... Hard as nails. Paul Keating, I see, is a back pocket or a um, a back flanker. Yeah. One of those two. Sir Robert Menzies at full forward. Goff has got to be in the ruck, right? Enormous. Uh, Goff was a big man. Yeah, yeah, I think you might put Goff in the ruck. I think I feel like he's second ruck, though. Yeah. I, I just feel like he's. You know, when he came along, have you guys heard this good ABC podcast, anyway, about the Goff, the Whitlam years? Um mm. And then they talk about how he was so popular also a little bit because he was, like, so incredibly tall and healthy. And then Malcolm Fraser came along and Malcolm Fraser was as tall and as healthy and it was quite, con- like, confronting for everyone. So, I'm like, oh, God, so maybe yeah. Fraser, who ended up winning that battle, would be first ruck yeah. as the second. Yeah, good call. You okay. put uh, Tony Abbott would be someone that you'd you'd probably put on on the wing just because he's so single minded and he's an ex boxer. You'd uh, you'd want him yeah. want him running in and out. Yeah. I do. I like that. Uh, Bill Shorten. I think at the st- as the players run out, you'd hold his hand and run him through the banner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Harold and Holt, you would want to. You'd quit keep him in the reserves. He's got a tendency to go missing. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good point. You laugh um, more forward. She comes out of nowhere. You never see her coming, but then she she wins. I think she wins the game. So Gillard small forward. Uh, Gillard small forward. Uh, Dutton would be a tagger. <laughs> oh yeah, because he just wouldn't. He would do anything to get what he wants. So Dutton, Dutton is a tagger. Um, this is pretty good. Yeah, I, I think so. Corey Bernardi was quite tall. You'd put him as a as like a dumb full forward. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Corey Bernard. What about where would John Howard play? Uh, uh, water boy. Need, um, <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like he's got sort of strong leadership potential. He'd be a good coach, maybe an assistant. Yeah, <laughs> I think he. <laughs> None yeah. of us actually want to give him any good positions. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's a back pocket, but he's like a bit of a general of the back line. Although him and Keating would not get on. Keating's the general of the back line. Yeah. I think you, Bob Hawke, you're probably in a forward pocket. Yeah. Nah, keep him at the ruck. Keep him or, he's a, or he's a flashy rover. Yeah, Bob that's a, yeah, yeah. On yeah, the ball. I think he's a flashy rover. Yeah. He's got yeah. other skills that he doesn't, you don't see all the time, but every now and then whips them yeah. out. That's pretty fun. I think I'd love to hear other people's suggestions about that because that is all my areas of interest in one. So please yeah. do get in touch on that front. And then... Um, there was another question on Facebook as well from Matt who wants to know whether or not, one, we're all going to play AFL Evolution 2 and um, also who we're going to pick and what the team stats are going to look like. I have no idea what that thing is that you're talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so, the new video can game. I, can I take you guys oh. back to a day when we were all um, we were on air during the drive program and it was, it's a current affairs program. We're waiting to hear whether the AFL season is going to be called off right and everyone's waiting and the commission's been meeting all day and oh my god and then I get this email from the AFL media I was like oh my god amazing and it said AFL Evolution 2 is coming to a computer game near you (laughs) really like right now when everybody's waiting and anyway it is it was so funny and um it I'm I think I'm going to get on board it's going to get me through the footyless times so it's a like a to, like a PlayStation game or something. Yeah, like it's yeah, yeah right. a game on multiple platforms, but you get to play as Hawthorne and like pick. Oh, it's, okay. I'm in, I'm interested. <laughs> there has been some truly terrible AFL games in uh, in history. Like even little things that uh, always annoyed me in those is where they get Dennis Cometti to do the commentary, but it was clearly just one session. And uh, it, it just uh, never synced up the audio. <laughs> so you'd, you'd score yeah. a goal and it would go, great kick by the Bulldogs. <laughs> just never had the realism. It, really, they peaked with the, the best footy game ever was the old Nintendo entertainment system just called Aussie Rules Footy. And anyone, everyone is just thinking it right now, out of bounds, on the fall. Was the... Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I you got Tess, that. you might be too young. Limo, you might be too old. But that was right in my window of my youth. <laughs> in my sweet spot. I feel like the problem with those games, though, is like I, I don't know how it actually works because I haven't played it yet, but surely you, it's like a uh, super coach or something like that where you can only pick a certain amount of people. But, like, Marlon Pickett, I'd pick him in my team based on <laughs> one game or two games now. They were both, you know, good on him. Well, Tess, I'll say this: Marlon Pickett was one of the most popular super coach choices at the what? start of the year. Yeah, because he was because he was cheap, and everyone knew he was going to get a game. Yeah, so totally. 
Yeah, that's true. And so I kind of feel like the stats of what you can choose or why you can choose certain players will be a bit off because it, like, surely a game doesn't take into account the special things that people do off the ball and all that. And spiritual leader, is there like a, can you elect a <laughs> spiritual leader on AFL Evolution 2? So do you play, do you play better on Evolution 2 if Trent Cotchin's in the team? Yes, absolutely. I think <laughs> right. that Ivan Marich can be selected as the assistant coach, but I don't know how detailed it gets. And I think right. okay. touching it draws. And it, look, there are some glitches in the uh, rankings of players like, uh, uh, well, just one off the top of the head that's really uh, true to us here at They Came to Play. Humor Cluggage is only rated 82 oh, out of 100. And like it's, it's like they don't take in a great name. <laughs> yeah, well, that's crazy. They need to, what's still side bottom? Uh, well, he's, you can get him as a bonus player in the... In the <laughs> yeah, right. In the hey, what about his Irving Mosquito? Surely. Oh, yeah. Name points for sure. Yeah. He'd be expensive if it was based on quality of name. It's yeah. true. And the, um, I will I will tweet something out from our account because it did truly make me laugh and I'm texting it to you guys. But the animation... <laughs> You know how, like, even the best animation, you can never get eyes and hair to look quite right. And so the eyes on all the players look really intense. Like I've taken yeah. a photo of, um, is that, who's that Jeremy Howe? And Jeremy Howe looks like he's seen things in his life. Oh, wow. Jeremy Howe okay. looks like he, hey. yeah, you've texted that through to us. And we'll put that up on our on our socials. Uh, he looks like you know at the end of Roger Rabbit, where Judge Doom suddenly reveals that he's a cartoon character and his eyes go all crazy. <laughs> Is this too obscure? Have I gone too obscure with the films again? Exactly. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> or he looks like when you get ping pong balls and cut them in half and just put them over your eyes to look like a muppet. <laughs> Um, and also on um, on Facebook, we got we got asked about the the only story that matters in the world at the moment, which is about whether or not the NRL and the AFL are looking at having an island to play their sport on, which is the best concept ever. Where they're trying yeah. to work out desperately how to keep these competitions going. So LaSalle essentially wants to know how we think it should look. Um, and how teams would be voted off the island, which I think is fantastic. But I'd also like to know from you two which player you think has the best survival skills. So if it all goes to hell and high water, who would you want to have there? Uh, yeah, okay. It's a, it's a good question. I mean, I would have said Hodgie if he was still playing. Yeah. Um, I would have said ben, just, ben Hudson because you just he keeps trying to retire, but they won't let him. Right. <laughs> I who I'm trying to think of the current sort of Oh no, we all know. We all know who would who would win. If they all had to fight to the death to survive, we all know who it would be. Toby Green. Oh yeah, Toby Green. There's yes. one last coconut Actually, up on the tree. He's ninja kicking everyone in the face and stuffing it down his gob. It'd be him and James Sicily. They'd be the last yes. two left. Yes, because James Sisley would be really good, I think, at making pacts with other people and, like, forming a group yeah, and, yeah. Um, and then totally going against them, betraying them, some would say, at the end when it comes to the comes to the crunch. And I, I would love, if they do move to an island, um, for team selection, I would love Osher Ginsberg <laughs> to hand out roses. 
<laughs> at team selection. So if you don't get a rose, then, you know, you're dumped and you're off the island. That would be fantastic. A couple of them would be would really love that. You know they all would be watching The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. 100%, yeah. So I, I think they'd be into that. So let's let's get them an island or some remote location and uh, and make it happen. What island are you thinking of? Are we, are we talking like are I we really keeping it Victorian and we go on Phillip Island or do they do they get a wit Sundays or uh, I'm thinking the geography. No, I think they can um, Well you've got to go, go to somewhere Manus. where there's no corona Well they have to go somewhere where there's no coronavirus. So I'm thinking North Korea. Oh, so- North Korea, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Also, yeah. I feel like it has to be an island where no one is. So it has to be an island that's owned by a billionaire or something like that. I don't know how many of them there are actually in Australia. But the Je- uh, well, Epstein Island is probably unused. <laughs> Oh, that was my dog. Wow. That, that was an appropriate heckle after the mention of Jeffrey. Wow. <laughs> what was that? Was, really that was that your dog? That was my puppy because um, – Is that your dog who's just big on conspiracy theories? <laughs> just pointing <laughs> out that Epstein didn't kill himself. He just listened yeah. to a 10-part podcast and he is shook. He does not know what to do with himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the poor thing. She just keeps banging on about Epstein. Bad <laughs> enough. I just wanted to stop. God. <laughs> For God's sake. What happens if you say Prince Andrew? What happens? <laughs> he doesn't believe it. He's a, he's a true monarchist. <laughs> yeah, Staunch monarch your everything. dog. <laughs> the dog was at a pizza restaurant. And he doesn't <laughs> remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, well, I think that's uh, that's a great place to end. I think right there on Jeffrey Epstein and Prince Andrew. Uh, <laughs> Bring back pre- for God's sake. A predictable, end, predictable ending point. Hey, but everyone, get in touch with us. We want to know what Tess Armstrong's wrestling name should be. We want to know where politicians should be playing football. Uh, and what was the yeah. last thing we wanted to know? Was there uh, anything else? Well, I think we want to play. We want to know um, who you'd want to have on an island. Oh, who would win AFL Island <laughs> yeah. if it came down to it? Yeah. <laughs> Who would be the yeah. last, yeah, the last man or woman standing? Or woman, Chucky Randall, giving them a run for the money. Yes. Because we yes. are now on Facebook, Twitter. Um, well, uh, haven't done Instagram yet, but should, should we do an Instagram account? Do people care about that? We're, 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 on, all, we're on all the socials. Socials. We're on the socials. Mm. We're on the socials. Well, socials you can just follow uh, up individually. Well, you can follow us individually or jump on the They Came to Play Twitter and uh, Facebook. Yeah, get get involved. And also, if you enjoyed the podcast, just give it a rating, tell some friends about it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, we're going to need to fill a stadium when we do our WWE event. (laughs) It'll be Tess at Rod Laver Arena and we need to fill the joint up. So And I'll go off and um, enjoy IC. What was my team's name, Danny? Uh, It was... Stol- uh, hang on, just got to find it. Uh, Islock. Oh, Islock lost to the sluts. Uh, 3 2 overnight. Oh, no. Classic. 
Classic sluts. Happens all the time. Um, all right. Well, I'm also, we have a Patreon. We should tell people. We have a Patreon where people can uh, help support the pod because we don't have the ABC paying for things anymore. So we need to support. Uh, I don't think we, anyone's there. If you're the first one, you get a special prize. <laughs> we uh, Details to be delivered later. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's, you have to yeah. fight me in the wrestling match. No, oh, yeah. There'll be a race on now. <laughs> <laughs> right. So... Um, all right, team. Good work. Thanks for tuning yeah, we'll in, everybody. Back. And uh, we'll do it all again next Go week. Time. Go Hawks. Go Dogs.